Respiratory Section 2, 7 of 24, the WES zones. In each alveolar unit, the ventilation to perfusion ratio is determined by the relative pressure between the alveolus, the arterial capillary, the venous capillary, and the interstitial space. The classic WES zones, zone 1 is the dead space, um, it is alveolar pressure is greater than arterial pressure is greater than venous pressure. So that is zone 1. Kusog kayo ang alveolar pressure, so napisa. Yeah, napisa ang, kanang, ang, ang, ang arterial and venous. Zone 2 is the waterfall. This is the normal uh, zone. Arterial is greater than alveolar is greater than venous. So this is normal. And zone 3 is what we call shunt. Arterial is greater than venous is greater than alveolar pressure. So wala kaayo air sa lungs. Okay? Newer thinking about west zones, perfusion follows a central to peripheral pattern is also affected by gravity. Originally, gravity was believed to be the most significant influence on the distribution of perfusion throughout the lung. This hypothesis stated that the base received more blood flow than the apex. Today, we understand that the blood flow follows more of a central to peripheral distribution, where zone 3 is found at the lower central core and zone 2 and zone 1 radiate towards the periphery as concentric spheres. Nonetheless, the classic explanation of lung zones is essential to understanding this topic. Zone 1 is equal to dead space. It is alveolar pressure is greater than arterial and greater than venous pressure. There is ventilation, but there is no perfusion. So VQ is equal to infinity. This zone usually does not occur in normal lung. Zone 1 is increased by hypotension, pulmonary embolus, or excessive airway pressure. To combat zone 1, the bronchioles of the unperfused alveoli constrict to reduce the dead space. Zone 2 is the waterfall. Arterial pressure is greater than alveolar pressure is greater than venous pressure. There is ventilation and perfusion, so VQ is equal to 1, so this is the normal. Think of a waterfall flowing over a dam, where arterial pressure is the height of the upstream river and alveolar pressure is the height of the dam. A greater height of the upstream river translates into a higher rate of water flow over the dam. Like our waterfall analogy, blood flow is directly proportional to the difference of arterial minus alveolar pressure. The greater the difference between arterial and alveolar pressure, the greater the blood flow. Because pulmonary capillary pressure and alveolar pressure change throughout the respiratory cycle, it is possible for a zone 2 unit to transiently change to zone 1 or zone 3. Zone 3. Shunt. Arterial is greater than venous is greater than alveolar pressure. Blood flow is a function of the pulmonary arteriovenous pressure difference. Arterial pressure minus venous pressure. In the absolute sense, Shunt occurs when there is blood flow in the absence of ventilation. Therefore, VQ is equal to zero. Most zone 3 units are shunt-like. They are better perfused than they are ventilated. Therefore, ventilation is less than perfusion. To combat zone 3, hypoxic pulmonary vasoconstriction reduces pulmonary blood flow to under-ventilated units. 
Since the pressure in the capillary is always higher than the alveolus, the vessel is always open and blood is always moving through it. This is why the tip of the pulmonary artery catheter should be placed in zone 3. Not all shunt occurs in the lungs. Anatomic shunt describes any venous blood that empties directly into the left side of the heart. Since this blood bypasses the lungs, it never has the opportunity to saturate with oxygen. Sites that contribute to the normal anatomic shunt include Tibetan veins, it drains in the left heart, bronchiolar veins, drains into bronchial circulation, pleural veins, drains into bronchial circulation. So those three contributes to the anatomic shunt, the Tibetan, bronchiolar, and pleural veins, okay? Zone 4, pulmonary edema, arterial is greater than interstitial, is greater than venous, is greater than alveolar. West later added zone 4 to his schema. The pressure in the interstitial space exceeds the pressure in the pulmonary capillaries and the alveolus. Pulmonary edema is a classic example of zone 4. It occurs when the rate of fluid entry into the pulmonary interstitium exceeds the rate of fluid removal by the lymphatic system. It is usually the result of one or two phenomena. Fluid is pushed across the capillary membrane by a significant increase in capillary hydrostatic pressure. Example is fluid overload, mitral stenosis, and severe pulmonary vasoconstriction. Number two, fluid is pulled across the capillary membrane by a profound reduction in pleural pressure. Examples, laryngospasm or inhalation against a closed glottis leading to negative pressure pulmonary edema.